and welcome back to the attic. We have started to get into the festive spirit as soon as it's hit December with the classic J.M. Barry tale Peter Pan, revised and revived by Sally Cookson. Peter Pan will be playing at the Olivier Theatre, that's at the National Theatre, until the 4th of February. Now we talked a lot about the National Theatre a few episodes ago, so if you do want to hear it, I suggest you go back and listen to A Pacifist Guide to a War on Cancer and you can hear all about it in that episode. Tickets for the production start at just £15, absolute bargain to get us started. So most people know the story of Peter Pan. Growing up, we heard it again and again. All children except one grow up. This winter, J.M. Barry's much-loved tale takes flight when Peter Pan, the leader of the Lost Boys, loses his shadow during a visit to London. Headstrong Wendy helps him reattach it. In return, she's invited to Neverland, where Tinkerbell the Fairy, Tiger Lily, and the vengeful Captain Hook await. J.M. Barry was a Scottish playwright and novelist. Although Peter Pan was by far the most famous of his works, he has an array of titles to his name. Throughout his life, Barry was made a baron and a member of the Order of Merit. The characters in Peter Pan were based on the children of the Llewellyn Davis family. Barry met the children on his regular walks through with his dogs through Kensington Gardens. He became close friends of the family and even adopted the boys after their parents' death. There's actually a Peter Pan statue in Kensington Gardens if you are coming to London and you want to go and visit it. Upon his death in 1937, he left copyrights of Peter Pan to Great Ormond Street Hospital. Joining us after a sellout run at the Bristol Old Vic in 2012, director Sally Cookson transferred the show to the National Theatre. Last year, Cookson also directed Jane Eyre at the National Theatre, which was in highly acclaimed and we'll be going on UK tour from April 2017. So on to the Attics review, let's find out what we thought. First, the play is listed as for 7+. plus. I couldn't quite work out if I agreed with this or not. Some of the children in the room were so engaged with the production and it was lovely hearing their oohs and ahs. I was sat next to a little boy about the age of seven and every time a character came on stage, he said the name under his breath. Hearing, it's Peter Pan, as he came on stage was the cutest thing ever. On the other hand, the scenes between Captain Hook and Smee, a few of the kids started getting a little bit fidgety, a little bit scared. So don't go expecting your hidey high, he's behind you panto, as you're not gonna get it. This is a production that will resonate with all ages though, exploring the possibilities and pain of growing up. It's a riot of magic, mischief, music, and make-believe. Although the original story is still intact, the production seems to be through the eyes of Wendy, played by Madeline Worrell, who begins the play telling her daughter of the boy who will never grow up. All of the characters are played by adults, and they swap characters throughout the show, sometimes even in the same scene. A scene with the Lost Boys fighting Captain Hook's pirates. The actors were playing both pirates and Lost Boys. It was spectacularly done, as they effortlessly transitioned from one character to another during the fight. While we're on that topic, there was also an interesting reversal of gender that worked surprisingly well, with Tinkerbell played by Saikat Ahmed wearing his white Tinkerbell wings, tutu and leggings, speaking in his own fairy language, 
yet just as feisty as I remember Tinkerbell to be. Then there was Captain Hook, played by Anna Francoloni, also doubling up as Mrs. Darling. As Hook, she was the perfect, frightening villainess, with her punk pirate costume and sparkling gold tooth. Yet when playing Mrs. Darling, she was delightful. The Attic's outstanding performance goes to Felix Hayes. He played Mr. Darling, Smee, and one of the Lost Boys. As Mr. Darling, he had me in stitches, sulking about not wanting to take his medicine and wanting all of the attention of his wife and children. He captivated audiences in all of his completely different roles. When Peter and the children fly, they use fairy strings as opposed to the traditional fairy dust. Acknowledging the stagecraft involved, watching the cast glide around the stage filled me with glee. It took me back to when I was young and would practice trying to fly around my living room. I was a very imaginative child. Well, saying that, actually, I'm still a very imaginative adult. The set to begin with was just basic. It was a bed and some stepladders. The impressive part was the staging involved in allowing the cast to fly. Although, as they arrive in Neverland, the stage opens up to an old, worn-down graffiti building, the Lost Boys' base. This opened with a catchy musical numbers, the Lost Boys were speeding through the air. Neverland has been completely reimagined once again, and it works so well. Peter Pan is not complete without a visit from the Jolly Roger. She rises from the depths of the stage for an epic face-off between our heroes and villains in the scene I told you about earlier with the Lost Boys fighting against the pirates. Puppetry was used a lot to create the magic. The crocodile, a creature made of what looked like a metal with his eerie red eyes haunting Captain Hook gliding across the stage carried by our cast members. Along with Peter Pan's shadow, a green sheet that was hilariously brought to life as Peter wrestles to sew it back in place. So what will be the Attic star rating for Peter Pan at the National Theatre? We are going to give it five stars. It was, a re it was an inventive reimagining of a classic tale. It felt like it, like it was my first time hearing the story, even though it was one of my favourites as a child. Yet at the same time, taking nothing away from the original. Peter Pan will be playing at the National Theatre until the 4th of February, with tickets starting at just £15. When you do go to the National Theatre, make sure you check out the bookshop. At the moment, it's very Peter Panified with all sorts of goodies, playtext of what seemed like any show you could think of. Stationery, gifts, clothing. I did spend about an hour in there after the show finished. All sorts of good stuff is coming up at the National. Although a classic taking over from Peter Pan in February is The Twelfth Night by a guy called William Shakespeare, if you've heard of him. A ship is wrecked on the rocks. Viola is washed ashore, but her twin brother Sebastian is lost. Determined to survive on her own, she steps out to explore a new land. So begins a whirlwind of mistaken identity and unrequited love. The nearby households of Olivia and Orsino are overrun with passion. Even Olivia's upright housekeeper Malvolia is swept up in the madness where music is the food of love and nobody's quite what they seem. Anything proves possible. So the time has come to say goodbye. And if you are going to the theatre, make sure you check out the app Today Ticks. They do all sorts of theatre tickets at a great price. They also have their 12 Days of Christmas competition running right now. 
you can get the link to it from the Attic's Twitter page at The Attic Review. So far, the prizes include front row tickets to No Man's Land, a limited edition snow globe from the Kenneth Branagh Theatre Company, tickets to see the children and a signed play text, and £100 to Daytix gift voucher. There are still eight more prizes to reveal, so it's looking pretty good so far. If you do use it to book tickets though, don't forget to use promo code MGEVV at checkout to get £10 off your order. That's M for Matilda, G for Guys and Dolls, E for Evita, V for the Von Trapp Family Children, and B for Blood Brothers to get £10 off your order on the Today Ticks app. I mentioned we do have a Twitter page to keep you up to date with all the Attic's latest news, events, and info. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button on your podcast app. Anyway, it is time for me to go, so until next time, my name is Charlotte, and bye everyone.